Welcome to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. Whether you feel that you don't have enough money to start investing or are under the preconceived notion that investing is only for the wealthy, Magnus and his expert guests are here to help you. Now here is your host, Magnus Carter. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am your host, Magnus Carter. This is the Making More Money for You show. Uh, I have the pleasure of being with you for over a month already. I can't believe the time has flown by and I appreciate all my listeners out there that's dialing in live and also on demand on all of our streaming services. Last week, we talked about nickels, dimes, and pennies. And what that really meant was uh, how little bit over a lot of time actually creates great investments and a better tomorrow. My, my uh, guest last week, of course, was Adam Torres, uh, part of the Mission Matters and Money Matters platform, also podcaster, author, and marketer, and former uh, investor. So if you haven't had a chance to look at that one, uh, that is on demand. Take a look. And along with my other episodes, uh, as everybody has chosen at the moment that the m- best show at the moment is recovering from a vacation. I want to thank you for that. And with me today, we're going to actually, instead of going on vacation, we're actually going to go back to school a little bit here. So I have a special guest with me, uh, Mr. Steve Hassinger, who is the Dean of Career Services and Development at Central Penn College that's located in Enola slash Somerdale, Pennsylvania. Welcome to this show, Steve. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I look forward to it. And, uh, you know, I, coming back from vacation wouldn't be such a bad thing, but we're in the middle of a term here at Central Penn, so no vacation for me right now. <laughs> well, you can dream about the vacation because, as we all know, school has gone by, has come and gone by very quickly, yeah. um, especially for me. Uh, I know for you, you see a lot of new faces and you see a lot of familiar faces that come back actually after graduating to further their education. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. We have people who have gotten two or three degrees from Central Penn College, and I've been here almost 20 years. So it's always great to see those folks, whether they're coming back for another degree or they're just coming to an alumni function or whatever the case may be. And uh, man, yeah, I was actually, that's how we reconnected after a while. Uh, As not a lot of people know is I'm actually alumni of Central Penn. And we've actually struck up conversation while I was at one of the alumni that actually happened from the past uh, couple of years that we weren't able to do anything. And it was, it was great to actually see some new faces, see some old friends. Yeah. See a lot of teachers that I've had and some new ones that actually started there. And it was, it was great to reconnect at that event. Um, We were hosting an event for the West shore chamber of commerce and we invited alumni to come back to that. And we had a lot of alumni who came out. So yeah, that was one of the, uh, one of the first uh, kind of major events that we had done with the chamber uh, since COVID, you know, in person. So it was great to reconnect with a lot of people and connect with some, some new faces as well. Oh, absolutely. And it was great to actually talk with the chamber of commerce down here because they're, they have a lot to do with a lot of the businesses, businesses, startups, uh, jobs, job fairs, and they work definitely closely with you, uh, particularly because of career services. You handle a lot of job placements and uh, and keep in touch with the with the local community. 
We do. And we, we like to go to a lot of chamber functions because networking is so important, um, you know, in, in getting started in your career and obviously advancing in your career as well. And actually, uh, the president of the West Shore Chamber of Commerce here in our area, George Book, uh, is now a member of our board of directors at Central Penn College. That was just recently announced since that event. So um, uh, two great connections there. Wow, that that's it's amazing what changed in such a short time since actually talking and being at that uh, function till now. That that's a major major step up for that gentleman, and definitely a, a uh, pleasure for you guys to have on, sitting on your board. Absolutely. So. Okay, um, Steve. Let's go a little bit, a little bit more in your background because you know you just don't become dean of uh, career services overnight, especially at a college. It's been in commission for over a hundred years. Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, how you actually decided to help the students and be and what career services and where and some of the stories that you've and people you met along the way. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a, a bachelor's degree in psychology from Penn State University and an, an MED in student affairs from Regent University. And from 1990 to 2000, I was um, working in vocational rehabilitation. I was a vocational specialist. So I worked with people who had been injured in, primarily in workplace accidents, uh, some auto accident victims as well. That gave me an opportunity to travel all around the state of Pennsylvania, up into New York and down into Maryland, working with those individuals and um, trying to help them get back into the workforce, um, suggesting modifications that could be made to their job if they weren't physically capable of doing exactly what they had done before. So that really laid a good groundwork for me to work in career services. Um, one of my coworkers from vocational rehabilitation uh, eventually went on to become the career services director at a local school. And I would occasionally see her, we would have lunch together and so forth. And she told me about, you know, working in career services. And I said, wow, you know, that, that really sounds awesome. You know, I'd love to work in career services. So in 2002, that opportunity came at Central Penn College. Central Penn was growing quite a bit at that time. And, um, I had an opportunity to start here as the acting career services director in October of 2002. Um, as I tell people, I acted so well that three months later they gave me the part <laughs> and uh, I became the career services director. Um, and, you know, it's almost 20 years later and I'm still here. I love what I'm doing. And uh, a couple of years ago, Dr. Fedrizi, our current pre president, Linda Fedrizi Williams had asked me to move into a Dean role and she, um, created several dean positions from student-facing positions that were not in academics. And um, it's great because it gives us an opportunity um, who are not directly in the academic side to interact with the academic deans. And we have representation at Dean's Council from all across the college. So it really is a great way for us to um, connect with one another and make sure that we are um, doing what's best for, for the students as well as our alumni. Okay. Wow. That's, that is uh, very impressive, especially uh, your span of career services, but you've always kept helping somebody either uh, maintain their job, find a better way to do their job find, uh, and also helping companies on the, on the back end. So they don't have to spend the time and money to find someone else to do the same job that that person has been doing for a very long time. 
Yeah, absolutely. So we are involved with, you know, part-time jobs for students while they're in school, um, internship opportunities for students, um, and obviously career opportunities, as well as helping alumni um, after they've graduated. So if they're looking to change careers or looking to advance in their career, uh, maybe they're looking to shift gears and, and, get into somewhat of a different uh, career. We're there to provide that guidance and that assistance along the way. And as you said, you know, we work closely with employers uh, mm-hmm. to help them find the right people for positions that they're looking to fill. Um, you know, it's, it's expensive to recruit talent and employers are really struggling right now to find good talent as we've come out of COVID and, we see that, um, you know, all of a sudden uh, the employers are struggling to fill positions that, that they need to have filled. So we're here to provide assistance on all of those fronts. And it keeps my job interesting because in any given day, I get to work with students, uh, maybe prospective students who aren't even sure if college is what they want to do, um, as well as alumni and employers and the community, as well as our faculty and staff. So lots of different stakeholders and uh, keeps my job interesting. <laughs> I'm sure no two days of your job are, are the same at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So we're actually with the job services and whatnot, that's more towards the end of a student's career, or do you start talking to the students at the beginning of their career and talk throughout? How- so the, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we work with students all across the curriculum. So, um, you know, I might get a call from an admissions counselor that says, hey, I'm, I'm talking to a student who's thinking that they might be interested in coming to Central Penn College, but they're not quite sure, you know, what they want to do, what major would be the best fit for them. So we have assessment tools to help those students, uh, self-assessments that they can do online and help them figure out what might be the best route for them if they were to come to Central Penn. Um, We have a class called uh, CPC Experience um, that allows us, CPC Foundations, sorry, uh, used to be called Central Penn Experience, now it's CPC Foundations. So that's a class that uh, first-time students are going to be taking, and we get into those classes as guest speakers in a student's first term. So we can introduce them to career services and the tools that we have available to them. And then we're here for them throughout their time at Central Penn. And obviously, as they're getting closer to graduating, they're starting to think more about, you know, the career options and what exactly they might want to do in their career. Uh, So we're here to provide that assistance to them along the way as well. And then, as I said, once they graduate, they continue to have access to our services at no additional charge uh, whenever they might need them. Oh, that's, that's wonderful news, especially for, uh, we all change, but, but the beginning of the change starts with the person choosing to invest in their mind. Right. So, and that's one of the main, that is the main topic for today is how do we, how do you decide what person is actually going to invest in their mind and by meeting them? Do you get a sense when you meet these students that they're actually going to take the time to invest in themselves? And of course, there's uh, the student or um, applicant, if you will, that isn't unsure if they want to invest in them or actually just going to their job or whatnot. So how how do you bring that into perspective when there's they have all these choices in front of them and but they don't know where to go? 
Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. You know, back when I was getting my bachelor's degree back in the 1980s, way back then, um, when you thought about college, you thought about four-year degree, right? Mm -hmm. Bachelor's degree or, you know, master's degree or beyond. Now we have so many options available to us. So at Central Penn College, for instance, we have short-term certificate programs now. So maybe a student isn't sure. You know, I don't know that I want to invest three or four years of my life in getting a bachelor's degree, um, but I do want some additional credential that's going to increase my earning capacity beyond my high school education. So we have, for instance, a bookkeeping certificate um, that is six courses, 18 credits that somebody could get. And they could get a very good job as a bookkeeper, you know, maybe doing accounts receivable, accounts payable upon completion of that certificate. We have other certificates as well, um, an entrepreneurship certificate. So maybe you have an entrepreneur out there, they want to start their own business, but Mm -hmm. they just need a little more background in accounting and marketing and the things that it's going to take to make their business successful. We have an 18 credit entrepreneurship certificate. Um, now, if they finish the certificate and they, they decide, you know what, hey, I, I kind of enjoyed this additional learning and I, I want to expand that credential further, they could go into an associate's degree in accounting, an associate's degree in entrepreneurship and small business. Maybe beyond that, they want to continue further and they want to get a bachelor's degree. So they could roll into a bachelor's degree in accounting, a bachelor's degree in business administration. And we have other other certificate programs as well and and associate degree programs and bachelor degree programs. This just to kind of give you an idea of how they can they can layer that education. Um, And maybe you have somebody who's been out there working and, you know, they have a, a bachelor's degree, but they just kind of want to specialize a little bit. So. Maybe they have a bachelor's degree in business, but they want to really focus on human resources and get into human resources. And they've had a, a difficult time breaking into the human resources field. So we have a you know a human resources um, track that they could come back and they could get um, to to complement their bachelor's degree, but give them that more specialized credential. So there's so many options out there that are available to students nowadays, and you know, it's hard to say what the typical student is. At Central Penn College, the typical student is, I think, 28, 27, 28 years old. Um, They're not necessarily coming right from high school, although we do certainly have those students. But, you know, we have students, I just had a student uh, reached out to me this week who's, you know, same age as me, 57, you know, and finishing her second degree, got her associate's degree and continued on for her bachelor's degree. So lots of different options, which I think is exciting, Um, as well as, you know, the delivery system. I mean, if they want to take all their classes in the classroom, they can do that. If they want to take all their classes online, you know, for some programs, not every program, but some programs, they can do it totally online. Or if they want to mix that, they can do that as well. So there's a lot of different options out there. It's really a matter of talking to the student. I want to know what's their goal in the end. Okay. Do they have a specific goal in the end? You know, do they want to become an accountant? Do they want to become a probation officer? You know, what's that goal? And then we can talk about the different options to get them to that point. Now, when you're, when you're talking to these students, do you see uh, their progress? Do you actually see, even after a short amount of time, do you see the investment that they're actually starting to take in themselves? Do you, 
when you start investing in your mind, uh, I know with doing investing in your body and, and your mindfulness, you become more aware of things and you start acting differently and you start also uh, as- associating different ideas and ideals that you never thought were possible before. Do you see that in your students from when they start and what, as they start their journey? We do see that. And, you know, that's one of the things that has kept me here, I think, for 20 years is, you know, seeing that student and, you know, maybe they start and that, that first term, they're really unsure, mm-hmm. you know, and again, this could be a 17, 18 year old student, or it could be a 50 year old student, you know, <laughs> that, that first term is scary, you know, and I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm able to do this or if this is the right thing for me and to see them progress and to start to build that confidence and to realize, Hey, I can do this. And, you know, it is worth investing in my mind because I'm going to see the rewards down the road. And those rewards um, can be certainly be financial rewards in terms of their earning power, okay. uh, but also, you know, doing what they enjoy. Um, and, and, you know, maybe they've been in a position, maybe even a good paying job, but they haven't enjoyed it. I think one of the things that we saw happen a lot with COVID is that people really started to examine where they were at in life and where they were at in their careers. And, you know, maybe said, you know, I'm not happy with this. This is not what I want for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And now they're starting to invest in their mind and invest in themselves and, and take a track that hopefully will lead to more fulfilling careers as well as, you know, financially rewarding careers. Uh, that's a, that's a definitely an excellent point because once you don't enjoy it anymore, your quality of life goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the quality of your work goes down and I I've experienced it. I have seen others that experienced it as well and they quit investing in themselves and completely. And that's one of the harder things that from this pandemic and this complete shutdown has definitely focused for myself is I took the time to actually sit be still for a moment, be that, be that mindfulness and actually say, well, this isn't bringing me enjoyable content anymore. So one thing that I've, I've done was start investing in my mind again, what more certifications and looking into uh, this atmosphere as well as because I've always enjoyed investing. I have always enjoyed helping people as well. Uh, I find that they go hand in hand and I'm seeing that and hearing from you as well on your side of the fence, especially from being uh, in a con in a uh, professional atmosphere that it is very enjoyable. And do you see yourself still helping people uh, and investing in your mind while doing your job there? Absolutely. And, you know, every year um, I have goals that I develop at the beginning of the year, as well as, you know, my internship coordinator that works with me, Kristen Fike, we sit down and we look at, you know, what are our goals as a department? What are our goals for our students? What are our our professional development goals? Uh, So I will be going to a conference two weeks from now, the the Penn ACE conference, Pennsylvania Association of Colleges and Employers. Um, I will be sitting in sessions there, investing in my mind and learning from my colleagues. I will also be presenting a couple of sessions um, at that conference for my colleagues. So 
we are we are at a time where we have to all be continuous learners. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we work in career services, we work in business, we work in the healthcare field, you know, whatever profession we're in, I think we all have to be continuous learners because the world is just changing so quickly. And I mean, we let's face it, we've got a world economy here. So, you know, the things that are happening with Russia and Ukraine and with China, you know, they impact our economy and our business and the way that we do business. So we all, I think, have to be continuous learners um, given the state of, of business today. Especially with that. And one of the excuses that I've heard time and time again, and I've also used was, I don't have the time to go during the day. I don't have the time that I can't uh carve out of my schedule to actually do this. So with that being said, how is central Penn and how are are you um, as a person and uh, an advocator for the college um, that sees this and actually talk with the students? How do you guys uh, get over that hurdle? So as I said, one of the the keys is there's a lot of different options out there. So yeah, if somebody says to me, I don't have time to go to, to classes during the day, that's fine. Okay. We have evening classes that start at five 30 or six o'clock at night. So if you want to take an evening class, they're going to meet one night a week for three hours. And there's going to be an hour online component as well. Um, we also have what we call an accelerated schedule here. So we have four 11 week terms as opposed to two 15 week semesters. You get as many um, course hours in 11 weeks at Central Penn as you would get in a 15-week semester. But what that means is that you can knock out a three-credit class in 11 weeks as opposed to 15. Um, You have two weeks off in between the terms, and we also go year-round. Now, if you want to take a term off, you can do that. You can take a leave of absence for a term. But you have the option of, of do, having four 11-week terms as opposed to two 15-week semesters during the year. So it gives you an opportunity to knock those classes out a little bit faster. If you can't physically go to class in the evenings and you want to do it online, as I said, um, a lot of our programs can be done totally online. Or you have the option of combining that. And with our online classes, they are what we call asynchronous. So you do not have to be present in front of your computer at seven o'clock on Tuesday night, for instance. Um, the content is delivered totally in an online format. And you know most of those assignments are gonna be due by 11.59 on Sunday night. So you can do it totally online. Uh, we have you know single moms who go to Central Penn, who their time to do their coursework is after the kids are in bed at nine, <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. That's perfectly fine. You know, we have that option for you. So there's a lot of different options out there. Um, and, you know, beyond Central Penn, I mean, there's a lot of, of options that are available. Um, you know, you can learn a lot by Googling YouTube you know, or going to YouTube oh, and, and exactly. searching for topics. So there's a lot of different ways that we can invest in our mind these days. Okay. Uh, definitely YouTube, the internet has brought everything to our fingertips anymore. We don't have to go to a library and we don't need to go to uh, a friend's house that actually has 
has a thing of encyclopedias after hours. Uh, it, it's amazing that our cell phones have more power than pretty much the last two decades of technology evolution. And that is just ridiculous. And like you're saying before, technology is constantly changing. We have to constantly keep up with it. If we don't keep up with it, we're going to be, well, a lot of people do end up getting lost in it because they don't know which way is up and then get swallowed in by it. Uh, One thing that I have noticed uh, with this adventure that I'm on right now is that uh, everything, even though you're standing still, everything is changing around you and standing still is still a choice that you're still making on it. Yeah. But while I'm standing still, I'm also learning because I'm seeing what other people are doing. I'm not letting that go by. So while you're standing still in your current position there, well, you're not really standing still, but when you take a moment and be present in a moment, what are the, like, what are the top four things that you notice on campus there? Hmm. Well, uh, I mean, number one, um, I think is that um, there is so much diversity. Okay. Which is, uh, again, that makes it, so exciting for me because we have people from all different backgrounds, um, all different ages. Um, And, you know, I grew up in a small town in Snyder County, Pennsylvania, Um, not a lot of diversity there. So one of the things that's really exciting for me is just, you know, seeing people from all different backgrounds um, again, all different age groups, um, and, you know, you might have a class where you have a, an, an 18-year-old student and a 58-year-old student from totally different walks of life. And, you know, the opportunity not just to learn the content of the class, but for them to learn from each other is, is really exciting for me. So I think the, the diversity um, that we have um, on campus or even in an online class um, is, is exciting. Um, you know, we just had our, our youngest graduate in the history of Central Penn. We had a graduate who graduated at age 17 with a bachelor's degree. Okay. 17. Wow. So, I mean, we talk about all the different possibilities that are out there. I mean, she brought a lot of, of credits from when she was in high school and, you know, with the accelerated program, she was able to graduate at age 17. So, you know, she can graduate before she can have a drink or she didn't even have her driver's <laughs> license when she graduated, you know? Right. So the diversity is, is exciting for me. Um, you know, seeing um, the, the success of people, as we kind of talked about, you know, the people mm-hmm. that maybe they're not too sure what they want to do when they start and then seeing them move on through their education and move out into internship and start applying what they're doing. Um, and then being successful in, you know, landing in that, that job, maybe that first job with the new degree or the new certificate that they've completed. Okay. That's always exciting for me to see that success. Um, we have a, a student who just started a new federal job yesterday um, here in Mechanicsburg at NAVSUP. Um, you know, great opportunity for him. Um, and he's visually impaired. He's legally blind. 
Um, so, you know, seeing him start that job yesterday and, you know, the, the level of excitement that he had and getting that first day in the books and so forth, you know, those kind of things really um, excite me. So we're seeing great things happen with people who are investing in their mind. Um, and that always keeps me excited. And then I would say, you know, you asked for four things. I think that was probably two if we're counting here. Um, we've got a lot of exciting partnerships. Okay. Well, I'm going to hold off right there for a second, sure. Steve. We're almost at break time already. Can you believe this? It, the time is just flying by. Awesome. Uh, I have, this is the making more money for you show with Magnus Carter. And we are already halfway through the show and we're talking about investing in your mind and also investing, uh, how you're, how you're investing in your mind will make a better tomorrow for you. Uh, Steve was actually went over some of his history. Uh, we've also talked so, about some of the four things, the four things that Steve notices when he's actually out in college. But before we continue with the, the last one, uh, we got to take a short commercial break. And I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in. And we're going to be right out right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Magnus Carter. Uh, today, we're talking about investing in your mind, uh, how learning will actually help make a better tomorrow for you. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. I have my special guest with me, uh, Steve Hassinger. He is the Dean of Career Services and Development at Central Penn College, located in the Harrisburg area in Pennsylvania. And if you have any questions for Steve, I know the uh, 
phone number went by quite fast, but I, the phone number is 866-472-5789. Before the break, we actually went over uh, a couple of the things that Steve has noticed while actually out and about on the campus uh, when he's taking in uh, the environment. And Steve, let's pick up right where we left off. Sure. Well, you know, I was talking about partnerships and, you know, partnerships are important. Um, networking is extremely important. As I said earlier, I think in terms of starting your career and developing your career. So it's, it's important for a college as well. So we have some really exciting new partnerships that we've developed. And one of them is with the local minor league baseball team here in Harrisburg, the Harrisburg Senators. So we've developed a partnership with them that's allowing our baseball team to use their home field, FNB field in Harrisburg, for our home baseball games. So they were able to play four double headers at FNB field this year. That was really exciting for us. And um, we have a partnership now with the city as well, where our soccer team is going to be able to use the soccer field on City Island in Harrisburg for their home games coming up this fall. So we're seeing some exciting new partnerships. We also have partnerships with local companies. Uh, so obviously, we've always had those partnerships for hiring. But we're starting to take it the other way. So companies are coming to us and saying, hey, Central Penn, we want to develop our workforce. We want to invest in the minds of our employees and keep our employees and, and have them progress and develop throughout the company. So how can we work together to do that? So we're working with local companies here in, in Central PA, the giant company. Um, is a, a huge food service company, and we've developed programs for their employees that they want to move along the ladder in their management careers, um, and we've developed some short-term programs for them specifically designed for the giant company, and we're talking with other companies about how we can do that as well. So, you know, partnerships is exciting. And speaking of partnerships like that, have you noticed with – people re-enrolling in school or enrolling for the first time that they're actually in this situation because their in their employer never invested in them mm. in their mind and then their progress to help the company grow how yeah. how how, uh, how often do you see that we see that a lot we see you know people coming to us saying hey you know i I'm at a dead end here. I, I want something bigger and better for myself, for my family. Right. So absolutely. We see that, you know, there's a, there's a, a saying that you've probably seen going around LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever. And, you know, it says, well, what if I invest in these employees and they leave? And, you know, the comeback is, well, what if you don't invest in these employees and they stay right? Yes. That's, definitely one of them because you're not getting the quality the quality goes down for all around uh, yeah. the environment gets it starts to become toxic yeah on, on that aspect of it i've uh, been through quite you know throughout my journey of investing and also in it as well uh definitely can partake in that and attest to that that meme if you will or that posting yeah uh so it, when investing in yourself and have you also seen it on the flip side of where the employee also invests in himself, but the company doesn't appreciate it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and then the employee tends to move on somewhere else to somewhere, somewhere that they do appreciate that and they do appreciate what they can bring to the company. So it can work both ways. You're absolutely right. And, and with that is uh, I am, I know we talked about it before a little bit that the Department of Labor actually has average statistics on sure. the the person out of high school, the person with the associate level, and yep. especially in different fields and from different parts of the country. And what have you been seeing as as uh, the students have actually been wanting to go into those fields? So, yeah. So, I mean, I can give you some some numbers from the Department of Labor and Industry, um, from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, in terms of median weekly earnings based okay, on based on road. Right, so. right. Based, based on educational attainment. So uh, for somebody who has a high school diploma, no college um, in the United States. Now, this is based on 2020 data. There's always a okay. little bit of a, a lag there until we compile the data and so forth. And this is for persons age 25 and over um, for full-time wage and salary workers, right? So high school diploma, no college, the median weekly earnings was $781. Um, and the unemployment rate back then, now, again, this was in 2020, so this was as, as COVID was hitting, was 9%, right? with some college and no degree. So maybe they've gotten a certificate, you know, or they've at least, you know, gotten several credits uh, towards a degree program. That 781 goes up to $877, so almost $100 a week, right? Um, and the unemployment rate goes down to 8.3%. Uh, with an associate degree, goes up to $938. And unemployment rate went down to 7.1%. And then with a bachelor's degree, it goes up to $1,305 per week. Um, and the unemployment rate goes down to 5.5%. Okay. Again, based on 2020 data. Right. Um, and we could go on, you know, as, as we get further up um, to where they have a, a professional degree, $1,893 um, and an unemployment rate of only 3.1%. So a doctoral or other professional degree. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, as we even though we're investing in ourselves, uh, the paycheck increases a little bit, but also so does our debt a little bit as well. So there's right. kind of, you know, there's a balance there that has to be weighed, especially for a student. And, but with the debt part of it, there's also grants, there's also federal aid, there's uh, student loans that you can do and mm -hmm. whatnot. So it actually counterbalances themselves. If I'm, being from my experience anyway. So does that still pertain to now? It, it does. And again, you know, it's just a matter of doing your homework. And, you know, if you're thinking about going to college uh, for the first time, or you're thinking about going back, you know, talk to the financial aid office at that college and find out what are the options. So as you said, there are grants that are available, grants that don't need to be repaid. All right. right. Uh, student loans obviously do need to be repaid. Some jobs that you go into after you graduate, though, might offer um, loan forgiveness. All right. The other thing is, you know, you talk about investing in your employees. Um, there are companies out there that will provide tuition assistance. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at a job, one of the things that we're currently putting together for our students here is a workshop on, you know, looking at the entire compensation package. 
not just right. what is the hourly or the yearly rate for this job, but things like tuition assistance. If you want to continue your education, does your employer offer tuition assistance? Um, even a number of part-time jobs. You know, we were just talking to an employer um, last week and they now are extending their tuition assistance to part-time employees as well. Wow. Um, so, you know, those kind of options might be available. And then there are also scholarships that are available. So here at Central Penn College, we award scholarships twice a year. Students have to apply for those scholarships. You know, they have to write an essay um, for the scholarship. But we, we've just recently awarded over $130,000 in scholarships um, to students. Yeah. So it's a factor, but it's not the complete factor mm-hmm. when investing in your mind. Is the finances do play a small part, but not be your complete stop or go right because there are there is assistance for this and it uh investing you know learning uh as you said before is we don't stop learning even the smallest little thing that we didn't know yesterday we've learned we found something to learn today even though even as small as that is uh i have also seen a lot of people's like oh well i didn't know that brush it off it's like even the small things add up to bigger bigger and better things that is your is your uh building blocks the good foundation constantly rises up and you know the sky's the limit uh i'm not sure how you talk to your students but from an from a student's and from a student perspective is when i was uh, learning all this it was very overwhelming Mm mm-hmm especially in such a short amount of time, you know, they want to get you in, they want to get you situated and then get you on your thing on, on your journey. So how, when students do come to you with these questions and whatnot, do you have also information? And and of course you, you bring your, your uh, experience to the table is I know. And is it mainly uh, case by case that you actually talk to the person and reassure them of anything that's actually going on. Yeah, I mean, we will. We we're small. We're relatively small school. So you know, right now we have about eight hundred seventy-five students. So you know, we can tailor it to the specific individual. But at okay. the same time, you know, my team here in career services, we try to offer workshops. Um, trainings uh, that we are going to put together. Uh, So for instance, we just recently had a local employer who came in and they provided some workshops on professionalism in the workplace, you know, which is going to be extremely important. As I said, we're working with some, some employers and some people here at the college to put together a workshop on evaluating the total compensation package. Um, Tomorrow we're having a professional clothing giveaway day. So, you know, we have a professional wardrobe here that is available for free to our students or our alumni if they have a need for professional clothing. So we're constantly offering different types of of workshops uh, to prepare students uh, for what they're going to encounter out there in, quote, you know, the real world uh, <laughs> when, the, when they're out there. So um, it's, it's not just something that, you know, we do once a year and then forget about it. Um, every term we're offering different types of sessions on different topics that will prepare them for success. That's, that's amazing. When you're talking to students or if 
anybody that's listening to this that actually is wanting to start investing in themselves and it's time to start investing in themselves, especially their mind. And it's like, okay, we're, we're done. I'm done with this part of my, my, my life. And I want to learn something new. What do you tell a person like that? How to search to find the right college for themselves or right learning opportunity? Yeah. So first of all, as I said, I think you want to, you know, do they have an end goal in mind? Okay. okay. You know, so if they want to change, do, do they, do they have an idea of what they want to change to? Okay. Mm-hmm. And if not, then we need to start doing some self-evaluation. All right. Okay. So again, we have some tools that are available. We have a tool called focus Two, um, which is based on something called Holland codes or Holland types to try to figure out based on who they are as a person, you know, what types of majors and what types of jobs might be the best fit. Okay. Now we have to start once we know that, okay, we have to start doing some research and, and researching those job possibilities. Okay. Um, what are those jobs likely to pay? All right. So we might, we might have a a 35 year old, I don't know, female who's working and earning forty-five, $50,000 a year. And she wants to study criminal justice. Okay. Because she likes the CSI shows. All right. Well, reality, what are those jobs going to pay, you know, when she finishes that degree and is that, you know, economically um, what she's looking for as well. Okay. So, do our research on both ends and kind of make sure that there's a good fit. And then if we know what that career goal is and um, we will, we will do whatever we can to try to help her, you know, make the connections and be successful uh, getting to that, that goal at the end. That is, that's great advice. Now I have a question about, we live in a, in a world now, not really our own little, little area in Pennsylvania anymore. So what happens when someone else from another country wants to come and actually expand their mind and, and their horizons and wants want to learn about the United States? It does what would be the best way for the person to do that besides traveling around and you know just day-to-day stuff? What would you recommend for that type of person that wants to uh expand their mind in like a college atmosphere or a a more formal educational atmosphere. Yeah. So, I mean, if they want to come to the United States, I mean, one of the great things is, you know, we now have things like virtual tours. All right. So somebody can, you know, click on a virtual tour and they can kind of see what Central Penn College actually looks like if they want to come here physically, Mm -hmm. you know, and be in the United States. Um, I had an intern a few years ago who was from Germany, you know, cause she wanted to experience career services in the United States. So it wasn't that she was coming here for her education, but she came here to work with us for a yeah. summer, you know, for an internship that she could do because she had some family that lived in the area. Um, you know, the great thing is we have tools like zoom and, and FaceTime and uh, Mac- Microsoft teams. So, we can connect virtually with people all around the world mm-hmm. um, so that we can have that kind of that face-to-face meeting. So if they want to come here, you know, we have um, a person who is our designated school official, Romeo Azondakan. So I would connect them with uh, Dean Azondakan or Vice President Azondakan, first of all, mm-hmm. um, as our designated school official. And we want to make sure 
um, you know, that they've got all their, their visa things in order that they need to be able to come here and to study in the United States. And he would be our expert in that area who would help them make sure that they have all of that. Um, and again, we just want to make sure that it's a good fit for them. You know, are they looking for, you know, a school like Central Penn? We're very career focused. So, you know, do they have an, an end goal in mind? Um, and we would work with them to be able to make that happen. Okay. So the world, is, there are no boundaries anymore when, when it comes to learning. There really are not. No, absolutely. Um, and, you know, we have we have students all over the place that are connecting with us. And from a career services standpoint, I mean, I can do a mock interview with somebody who's, you know, out to sea in the Navy on a ship. Um, we had a student, you know, who was taking courses while he was out to sea, you know, serving, serving the country. So, I mean, there are, there are all kinds of different opportunities because of technology that we have available to us now these days. Man. And technology is not going to slow down at any parts and it is still keeping us connected with, especially with learning now for that reason. And uh, when, when you are, actually working with with students on improving themselves and bringing them on what is the main a aspiration that that drives you to do that i love it when the student comes back to me and you can see that kind of light in their eyes and they say i just got this internship or i just got this job you know that they really wanted um that that really drives me student success is okay. what drives me and um, every year we do a one-year graduate follow-up survey where we follow up with our students because we want to know not just are they getting a job but are they getting a job in the field that they came here to study for you know that's okay. kind of our calling card and our um, report card if you will as right. an institution so um, you know following up with those students finding out about their success and then you know seeing our successful alumni um, out there and, and seeing all that they're doing and all that they're accomplishing and, you know, getting invited to their radio show because they're <laughs> successful. Right. Uh, it's great. So it's the student success and the alumni success is really what drives me and keeps me doing what I, what I do. Uh, that's, that is definitely honorable to be doing your type, your line of work at, for, for uh, seeing the success of others. If you would ask me when I graduated, would I be doing this? Absolutely not. Furthest thing from my mind, helping people on a global scale, on, on the investing and talking about all these things uh, that get overlooked, honestly, because we're so busy in our day-to-day -day lives. We don't take the time to actually sit down and think about this. It actually takes a show or a podcast or a YouTube channel that will actually sit down and make you think it's like he has a point what if i do want to do this what are the possibilities is is there more out there than this just this and that's when they actually that's when the wheels start turning and it's like is the better tomorrow actually possible mm -hmm. and i've been seeing that a lot especially uh when we look back at our childhood and we see the progression uh, it's really life-changing and what you're talking about is the uh in the investment of the mind is we take it for granted yeah 
Yeah, we absolutely do. And, you know, when people make the commitment to invest in their mind, um, as I said, they see not just the financial rewards, Mm -hmm. but the satisfaction, Um, you know, the impact that maybe they have on others. Um, You know, there are a lot of different rewards that come with investing in your mind. And um, I like to tell our students, you know, you're going to know um, Saturday night at, or Sunday night at about eight o'clock, you're going to know if you're in the right career because, you know, I, I see people on, on social media and they're like, you know, Oh, you know, i got to go back to work tomorrow or, <laughs> you know, Oh, can't, can't we extend the weekend anymore? You know what? Sunday night at eight o'clock is no different for me really than Friday night at eight o'clock because I love getting up and going to work and, you know, doing what I do. I mean, do I have bad days? Sure. You know, Absolutely. do I have challenging days? Oh, sure. You're going to have challenging days, you know, at, at work. But, you know, if, if you really invest in your mind and you're doing what you want to do and you're enjoying what you do, um, you're not going to have that dread at eight o'clock Sunday night. Yep. I'll agree. Uh, I'll never forget when I met Sean Patrick Flannery uh, at a, uh, at a Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And actually it was a horror convention slash Comic-Con. <laughs> He said, and it is true, and I've heard it over the years, and it really didn't sink in till it actually happened and the light went on, is you will never work a day in your life when you find something you enjoy doing. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to say that. It is very cliche, but it is honestly fact. It's factual. Mm-hmm. And the only person that can change that is yourself. Yeah. Well, and I will tell you, I have been blessed with supervisors that I have had over the years, um, you know, and especially here at at Central Penn College. um, You know, I can't say enough about our current college president and how invested she is in the lives of our students. Um, The number one reason that people leave jobs is because of their boss. You know, so, you know, I I guess the fact that I've been here for 20 years means I've (laughs) I've been blessed with some pretty good people to work for as well. Um, And I hope that I can be that type of boss for the people who report to me as well. So, um, you know, it's really important to have good people around you also. Mm -hmm. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Uh, Your surroundings, uh, how you present yourself, the way you take care of yourself are definitely important. items that one person can contribute to and to have to take ownership of and investing in your mind is definitely no, no different than that. And Steve, we are actually almost out of time. I can't believe that this has gone by this fast. Uh, All the shows are always going fast like this, especially when we have a great conversation going on. So with, with that is, how can we get in touch with you if we actually want to, if we want to take the the step and invest in our minds and contact you or Central Pen uh, to find out your full off offerings? Yeah, so you can contact me directly at seven one seven seven two eight two two six two if you want to connect with me via phone. Um, if you want to email me, my email is my first and last name, Steve Hassinger at centralpen.edu. If you can't remember who the heck that Dean guy was that was on <laughs> Magnus's show, you can reach out to Career Services. If you can remember Career and Services, Career Services at centralpen.edu, and that will come to us as well. And you can find me on LinkedIn if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Just let me know that you, um, you, know, you, you heard me on uh, Magnus Carter's show here 
investing in your mind. And, um, you know, we'll be happy to connect that way as well. Steve, I can't thank you enough for being here, showing us how investing in your mind, whether it's school or YouTube or uh, a book somewhere that will actually make a better tomorrow for us. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this. Thank you listeners for tuning in next week. We are actually going to be talking about talking about making money. That's right. It is not a mistype or a typo. We are going to talk about talking about making money. And if you're curious to find out what that actually entails, tune in next week to find out. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful weekend and a rest of your week uh, and uh, pick up a book, read a couple lines from it, see what you can learn from it. And have a great, thank you. Thanks for listening to making more money for you with Magnus Carter on the voice America business channel. We look forward to the next show where we will be making more money for you until then have a fantastic week.